Welcome to episode 16 of Jim Rome's Big Head Bets. I am, in fact, Jim Rome, and his head is huge. He's James Kelly. Wait, wait, wait. Head, are you there? I'm here. Okay, the reason I ask, I know it's like minus 20 where you are. Were you able to crank up the Comrex? Can you hear me, Head? Can you hear me? It's actually negative 25 here right now, but I can hear you. It is butthole puckering cold, dude. You want to talk about freezing my foals off? This is it. He's talking minus 25. Is that for real? Minus 25. For real. Yep. Coldest in 32 years here. Oh, my gosh. Well, dude, you better get nice. You better get nice when we get down because I can't imagine you're going to wash too many cars or too many dogs in minus 25-degree weather. Are you ready? Hell yes. Let's do this. Let's do this. All right. Starting with the suddenly resurgent and dangerous Jags. Duval! Against the suddenly desperate Jets. I'm actually fired up for this game because my favorite team is participating. Team content. Good shit here and the potential to make some good paper. Let's start right there. Head, what's the number? Who you got? The number is Jets minus two and a half at home for Trev v. Cougar Hunter right here. I'll take Trev and his Jacksonville Jaguars and take the two and a half points in New York and the New York wind. Lawrence is living up to the hype like we talked about, throwing 14 touchdowns to one interception in his last six games. I'm interested as hell in how he plays against this Jets D, though. He struggles with pressure, and this game could come down to protecting him. The Jags have been good at that all season long, but they're without Cam Robinson tonight. That could hurt, and I don't see them running the football against this Jets defense. It would help if Quinnen Williams takes another game off, but I have a feeling he will play here, Jim. Uh... But it comes down to Coog Hunter himself. He is going against a pass defense that Football Outsiders has ranked as the worst in the NFL and a unit that is giving up 32 points per game their last three games. But what they do have in return, um, uh, they have actually started to get a pass rush going the last couple games, and they turn you over. They forced four turnovers against Dak and Dallas last week. And the last two weeks, they've gotten to the quarterback eight times. And that's great when you're playing Zach Wilson on the other side of the football. Wilson has the highest percentage of bad throws of any starter in the NFL. Dude, how about that pick last week? Was that not the worst decision you've seen a quarterback make in a long time? It's on par with Zach Wilson. 25% of his attempts are poor throws. That's like historic ass right there. That's what Zach Wilson does. Some good, some bad. Always bad, actually. Um, if he plays good, receipts Rob will bail well, us out here too, he and is horrible. Well. If he plays well, receipts Rob will bail us out with his horrible game managing um, of late. Against the spread here, Jim, the Jets have lost four straight Thursday night games, ATS and straight up. Jags plus two and a half. Interesting. All right, so it took more than a year, but Trevor Lawrence finally has no traces of Pervin Liar in his bloodstream <laughs> because he previously Perfect. had the Pervin Liar virus. Yes, and that did. shit was mutating and attacking his internal organs, but not anymore. Dude is, in fact, looking like that generational talent head that we all thought that he would be coming out mm-hmm. of Clemson before Pervin tried to destroy his career much as he did his own career in the NFL. And I'm not just saying that because he threw for over oh, 300 gosh. yards and four TDs against a good Dallas defense either. I'm saying it because he's been doing it for weeks now. Now, to your point, he's going to have to do it against a very good Jets defense as well. That's not easy, but he's got a couple of dudes on the outside that he can get it to. He's got a reliable tight end, and I kind of disagree with you in terms of their ability to run it. I think Travis Etienne is going to be able to get his Mm -hmm. some, enough. So if you're going to sit here and tell me 
that the dude was taken at, after him, the dude taken mm-hmm. after him, who's already playing for his career with his current team, is going to outplay Trevor Lawrence, you got another thing coming. I mean, you can take that crap someplace else. Sure he's not. No matter how much Robert Sala tries to build him up with his bullshit, terrible instant coffee analogies. Right now, Zach Wilson is the instant coffee of quarterbacks. We all know what instant coffee is. It is straight ass. Jags. I'm going to take that point. That's a Christmas gift. What is it, two and a half now? Two and a half points now. Holy crap, I'll take that all day long. The gift of the holiday season. You and I, same page after one game. All right, Bengals at the Pats. Now, give me some room here at the top, Head. I'm going to lay out most of my thoughts on this right now. I'm conflicted. Hardcore listeners of this pod know that you and I both love Joe Burrow. We love Love. this cat. Mm -hmm. However, you know that I now have a new idol Mm -hmm. in the nation. And I don't mean the Patriot Nation. I mean our entire nation. The United States of America has a new hero in Jacoby freaking Myers. Hell yes. I am conflicted, dude. Yes, what he did last week was the dumbest thing I've ever seen on a football field on any level. But it was also the funniest thing I have ever seen on any level, on any football field. Now it's the coolest thing that I've ever seen. The only thing as cool as his moronic decision was how he totally owned it after he did it. And that was after Ramondre Stevenson and Mac Jones both tried to hop on a grenade for their dude. I mean, these dopes have done the impossible. They've made the Patriots likable. Well, at least all of them not named The Hood, The Face Licker, The Ticonderoga, and Joseph Judge, The Leader of Men. So, Mm -hmm. yes, dude, my point is I am really conflicted, and suddenly I am extremely proud of my half Chowed heritage. I mean, damn head. My head is spinning. Mm. Let me think for a minute. You can help me out with this. Who you got and why? I got Joseph Burrow and his Bengals here, Jim, laying those now three points in New England. Um, if Jacoby, your guy, were starting at quarterback, I might change my mind, and it's because he's more fearless and aggressive with the ball than pissy faces. Pissy face in that offense just sucks ass right now, and they're getting worse by the week. I can see why Trent Brown liked a Graham post about pissy face. He should like one about Fat Matt, too, and get rid of him. They should bring that Charlie and Lawrence back maybe, Alvin. What do you think about that guy? Got that sound for me or no? No, okay. Never he's mind. Not, he's not in the mood for your shit today, man. Me. All right. I'm just asking for one of the best calls in the history uh, of the jungle. And Alvin just flashed a real pissy face, too. Uh-oh, okay. Anyways, Jones here. Uh-oh. He threw for 112 yards against the Raiders last week from the second quarter on. He it sounds was like you hate Mac Jones more than Julian Edelman does. Dude, I'm getting frustrated with him, but I do agree with you. I think it is because of Patricia and Fat Matt, but he is not playing good right now. That's it. Well, right he's not playing well he's right now. Well. Damn nor it, nor are you speaking time. good right now. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. Example here, Jim. Forever. From the second quarter on against the Raiders, he was 5 of 16 for 18 yards while averaging minus 1.8 air yards per completion. Matt Canada can't believe this guy's dink and dunk game right now. Um, You have to score touchdowns against Cincy, and the Pats just don't do it. Keep Nova Scotia out your mouth, head. (laughs) Max thrown three touchdowns in his past five games. Joe threw four in the second half against Tampa Bay last week. Since he well is the done, fourth Alvy. best in the NFL in the red zone, Pats are the worst in the NFL. 
And not only uh, are they worst, are the worst team in the NFL this season, the 37% TD scoring percentage is the worst since the 2016 Todd Bowles Jets. That's how bad they are in the red zone. Biggest worry for Cincy is their slow starts lately. They're averaging 2.3 points per game in the first quarter over the past three games, below not good. But an elite QB v. Hood and that face-looking kid of his without Bacon 45, I love it. ATS trends for days for the Bengals, including six straight covers. Patriots are 2-5 and five as a dog this year. That's a 28.6% cover. Cincy minus three. All right, so you make lots of good arguments, but yet I laid out my dilemma. Take that mm-hmm. for data. Oh, did I tell you as a tribute to my new hero, Jacoby Myers, mm-hmm. I have renamed this pod? Tell me how this sounds. Okay. Jim Rome's Big Head Bets presented by Jacoby Myers. You like that? <laughs> I love that. You know what? It should be tighter, I think. How about how about we call this pod now the Jacoby Myers pod? You like that? That's worse. Yeah. Or how about something a little spicier like he's Jacoby Myers and you're not? <laughs> no, no, no. I got it. I got it. The Jacoby fucking Myers pod. That's I like it. Them all. That's that it. Works. That's the one. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Watch the downloads follow now. Now. I love this guy. I love this guy. I love this guy. My pick. Bengals, minus three. Mac is not doing shit against my dude, Lou Anarumo's defense. Andy sure as hell is not going to outduel our guy, Joey B. And if they're counting on Ramondre to do all the heavy lifting, he's just going to revert back to the same situational lack of awareness that got them beat last week. And then the hood's going to be like, uh, uh, on the offseason. We're on to Cincinnati. We're on the offseason. We're on to Cincinnati. Stop licking your face. We're on to the offseason. Playing Cincinnati right now. Now you and I are on the same page. We're on to Cincinnati. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is the go-to when betting on the NFL this holiday season. And let me give you a good reason why. New customers can bet just 5 bucks on any NFL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Check it out right now. Everybody can earn up to a 100% boost with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. What you want to do is go to DraftKings Sportsbook app, Place a same-game parlay, combine multiple bets like which team's going to win, player props, point totals, and more. The more legs you add, the bigger the boost, the bigger your shot to cash big. So do this right now. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use the code BIGBETS. Place a $5 bet on any NFL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with the code BIGBETS. Big bets. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions do apply. See show notes for details. Next one. Lions at Carolina. Our new favorite team Mm -hmm. against, well, the team that continues to abrogate the, abrogate the, uh, perform. The team that continues to aggravate the hell out of us. Lions v. Carolina. Thank you, Alvin. Mm -hmm. It only took me four tries to say that word aggravate. You know what's really aggravating? What's Trying that? to say how aggravating the Carolina Panthers are. A-holes. What are you doing here? <laughs> I'm taking the only team in the NFL hotter against the spread than the Bengals are right now. The Detroit Lions. They've won seven straight games. Let's make it eight and lay the two and a half now in Carolina. Two and a half now. Two and a half and move down a little bit for, our, for us, which helps. A lot of games have moved down from three to two and a half this week. I like that Love a it. lot. Yeah. 
like it here too. So the Lions, though, didn't roll last week. Um, they'd been on a hot streak. They, they only scored 20 points last week against a good New York Jets defense after averaging 32 points a game their past five. But the big thing is Jared Goff did not turn the freaking ball over again. Six straight games without an interception for him. He needs to do the same against this good Carolina defense, which he should be able to do so. Only the Saints and Raiders have a lower percent of drives that end with an Same. offensive turnover than the uh, Panthers do. On offense for Carolina, they had averaged 154 yards per game rushing since McCaffrey left, but ran for only 21 yards last week against Pittsburgh. And get this, the Lions have actually held opposing teams to an NFC best 2.9 yards per attempt the past three weeks, so that's good there. If Detroit can get out to a fast start, which they are leading the NFL with a uh, first quarter best 6.4 points per quarter, um, that's not good for Darnold because Carolina averages 2.4 points in the first quarter themselves. That ranks 30th. And Darnold just can't make plays, Jim. If he gets behind, they're screwed. He hasn't thrown an interception in his three games. He just has zero explosiveness to him or his offense. Let's go with the Lions, who have won six of seven and make it seven of eight here and cover the two and a half. I tend to agree with you. Like, Darnold is not winning them games, but he's not losing them either. Exactly. So that's got a good thing for them. Mm-hmm. Listen, I keep waiting for the Lions to hit a pothole and completely jack up the alignment on their rig, but it's not happening, right? They've won six of seven, mm-hmm. and while to me they're not the best team in the NFL, they might be the hottest team in the NFL, and mm-hmm. they're definitely one of the most interesting. Hell, even Jared Goff, who's like the most uninteresting human in the world, mm-hmm. is pretty interesting just by yes. virtue of how well he's playing. <laughs> in fact, since you can't really change who the dude is, like you, for instance. Mm-hmm. I can't make you interesting or cool. Mm-hmm. But but like Jared Goff, for instance, bad, I was going to say a bad example, but actually a perfect example. <laughs> Neither one of you guys are cool or interesting. However, what Jared Goff should do to me, you can't change who he is, but he should dial up his fit. For instance, throw it back to Joe Namath. Yeah! Goff should show up to the yard in a mink coat with white cleats. The dude is playing well enough to pull it off. The Lions finish, and they win games now that they've always lost in the past, and they're doing what Dan Cannibal promised that they would do when he got that gig. Mm-hmm. They will break your face. They will eat your kneecaps. We're going to bite a kneecap off. And you know what, man? There's just too much to like about this team, starting with my dude, Amon Ra, St. Brown. Ah, your favorite guy. God, I love him. I love him. And given how easy the Panthers are to run on, I disagree with you. I think you can run on them. You know Jamal Williams and DeAndre Swift are going to get theirs. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on, man. Easy come freaking on. money. I may actually Trevor Price this one and double it. Double it. Lions. Double it. And I'm happy to lay double the it. points, and especially if it's only two and a half. Beautiful. Okay, Brown, you so, again, you and I are on the same page so far on every single one. Browns v. Saints. Don't look now. But the Browns have actually won, mm-hmm. head three of four, and they're not dead yet. But, but, that BB gun, Andy Dalton, played like a damn howitzer last week. And the Saints are still alive. Yeah. It's a very uninteresting yet critical game for both. But interesting if you and I can make some money on it. And same with the listeners. What is the number? What are you doing with it? Yeah, bad weather here again. Seven degrees and windy. Get this other number real quick. The over-under is 32.5. That's the lowest total, I believe, since 2009. Wow, dude. Good stat. So uh, the other number is 
Cleveland favored by two and a half points. I'm going to lay those points. The sensitive soul you mentioned in one Andy Dalton. His offense is actually surprisingly top 10 in yards per play, but their strength is passing. Fourth in the NFL and averaging seven point yards per attempt. That's good for Cleveland, though. They struggle against the run, as we all know. And overall, the Cleveland they defense. Do. Yes, they do. Very bad. That's the, all we ever talk about every single week is how bad they are against the run. I'm just and, kidding. And Joe Woods is shit, right. but I'm going to actually give him some credit here because the last three games are only giving up 13.3 right. points per game. So right. credit for Joe here. That's credit. the third best in the NFL, and they have seven takeaways in those three games. On offense for the Browns, in these conditions, Chubb and Hunt should uh, get going here against a defense that shells out 4.6 yards per attempt, so I like that. If Watson can throw in the wind, this is the Watson? best thing to do it against. Watson? Yep. Uh, Watson? The Saints can rush the passer, but they have the worst secondary Same. in football as far as intercepting the football. They have three interceptions all season long. Three, which is terrible, and overall – New Orleans is the 31st in turnover margin per game. Not good either. The Saints are also 1-5 on the road and 1-5 against the spread on the road. The Browns are 5-0 and in their last five Saturday games against the spread. Let's go with Browns minus 2.5 in a That's interesting. 5-0 and in their last five Saturday games against the spread. Mm -hmm. Not sure where you find that shit, but that's good. So why don't we once again hit our obligatory, the Browns are the worst team ever against the run. And, in mm -hmm. fact, Gus Edwards and J.K. Dobbins gashed them mm -hmm. last week because, well, everybody does. Mm -hmm. I'm starting to think that you and I could probably run for 100 each against these guys. Possibly. Maybe. And now they have to deal with Alvin Kamara, who snapped out his, his funk last week. Dude, back to Edwards and Dobbins. Do you know they both went for seven per carry? They both averaged seven yards per carry. That's how bad the Browns still are at stopping the run. I know, I know. Now, I know. the only mm -hmm. thing remotely as bad as that, believe it or not, is the Saints allowed Tyson Algier to go for 139 yards and more than eight yards per carry. Uh -huh. So bad. Nick Chubb is going to wreck them. Miles Garrett is going to turn that BB gun into a pea shooter. And Deshaun Watson is going to start looking like he did not just pick up Watson? a football for the first time in his life a few weeks back. It's going to be ugly, but the Browns will do what the Browns have to do, and they'll find a way to cover. I'll lay the points. Let's get paid. Beautiful. Same page, dude. Mm -hmm. Tyler Smart. Algier, my bad. I want to correct myself right there. It's a running back. I don't pay attention to him. It's Tyler, cool. you got to yeah. be right, though, man. You can't be wrong. Mm. BYU, yo. So I've butchered two words. Tyler and aggravation. Well, Bob, 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 this gambling game is hard, dog. Raiders are getting, am I wrong? Are they getting two and a half? Yes. In what is sure? Okay, so they're going to get two and a half in what is sure to be a very emotional day in Pittsburgh with the passing on of Franco Harris. Sad, sad stuff. Great player, class act. As I said on my daily show this week, had as a kid growing up in Los Angeles. The Steelers were my favorite team. Terry Bradshaw was my idol. So I would love to pick Pittsburgh. Mm -hmm. But this is business. So let me ask you this. Mm -hmm. Do we bet with our head every single time or do we allow emotion to get into it once in a while? Because sports, after all, is all about emotion. Mm -hmm. And I am struggling with this one. <laughs> Who you got? No emotion here whatsoever, Jim. I'm going with the Raiders again and taking the two and a half points. You know why always, you have no emotion always. here whatsoever? Because you're an a-hole, dude. You're soulless, man. You got no heart. Fair. When it comes to business, fair. Okay. I'm going to leave that. Go yeah. ahead. 
Uh, Raiders here. I'll take the two and a half points. Outside of Fanny, uh, finding a way to nearly shit the bed each week, Vegas is actually playing pretty well all around. Their defense is playing their best ball this season. Josh Jacobs. Your guy is leading the NFL in rushing on an oh, offense. I'm going to get to that. You know I'm going to get to I that. I figured Go ahead. you probably would, but he's he's balling the hell out on an offense that actually is How big better. of you to say that 15 weeks in, by the I way? I know. It's a running back again. Go yeah, ahead. I got, I got stuff against running back. So, anyways, only KC and Dude, Buffalo. Dude, stuff against everybody except the Brooklyn Nets and Joe Burrow. And the Shanahan's. Exactly, and, and, and your Sorgan family, the Shan, the Shanahan's. You're right. That's all. Okay. So the Raiders' offense, though, only KC and Buffalo have uh, a higher percentage of their drives ending with an offensive score than the Raiders do. That's good. The problem Buffalo. is, though, the thank you best KC. call of the year. I KC. want that so all of it tomorrow. To if we can do that. Thank you, Pete. I love you, Pete. Anyways, I want to take a moment and talk to you about one of my favorite favorite products ever. A product that I used to buy and consume and share long before we had any kind of partnership on this podcast. I'm talking about Omaha Steaks. Absolutely love Omaha Steaks. Have for years. And now the holidays are here. So achieving gifting greatness when you give the gift of perfectly aged, tender, and delicious Omaha Steaks to me is a no-brainer. The steak experts at Omaha Steaks have put together special curated gift packages to help take the guesswork out of gifting and to make you a holiday hero. What you want to do is go to omahasteaks.com, take advantage of 50% off site-wide, plus use the code ROME, R-O-M-E, at checkout and get an additional $40 off your order. Again, it's a no-brainer. Send an assortment of mouth-watering favorites guaranteed to impress like the legendary Butcher's Cut Filet Mignon, air-chilled boneless chicken, ultra-juicy burgers, and an even easy-to-prepare comfort meal or two that are ready in a flash. Omaha Steaks is ready to ship your order right away, so shop early and beat the shipping rush. Go to omahasteaks.com, use my promo code ROME, R-O-M-E, at checkout. Omaha Steaks is a gift from the heart. It's a gift that will be remembered with every unforgettable bite. Order with complete confidence today, knowing that you are ordering the very best. Once again, go to omahasteaks.com, 50% off site-wide, plus use the promo code ROMA checkout to get an extra $40 off your order. Minimum order may be required. That's omahasteaks.com, promo code ROME. The Raiders' problem, red zone, scoring touchdowns and allowing them. They rank 28th on offense there, and they are 26th on defense. And until that fat Matt Patricia and pissy face offense play them, They'd allowed 32 consecutive touchdowns in goal-to-go situations. 32. That's historic ass. I've never even heard of a number like that before. But on offense, hopefully the return of Darren Waller and Hunter Renfro will uh, continue to help these guys because they're going to need it against the Steelers. The last three weeks, uh, Pittsburgh is giving up the second-fewest yards in football at only 274 yards per game. Pittsburgh's problem is the offense overall. They're running the football better. They have averaged 144 yards per game on the ground their last six games. And Tiny Hands Alvin is back. If you could play that one. You don't like Charlie Lawrence, but maybe you can find Tiny. Thank you for that one. Anyways, with his tiny hands, he still can't Why are you so into that? I I don't don't understand most of what you find so amusing, but why do you always do that guy like that? Because when you guys ran with it, I thought it was the funniest thing ever. I I didn't run. We guys ran with it. Alvin. Alvin did, probably. Yeah. I thought it was funny as hell. 
Yeah, because I know you got with him when I wasn't around and said, hey, hey, Alvin, why don't we have a tiny hands <laughs> alarm? That'd be a great idea. That'd be I'm really fun. i a Nick Foles alarm, too. It's pretty good. Yeah, no, don't. Don't, 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 don't do you that. work on a Nick Foles alarm. That's a really horrible idea. Anyways, tiny hands with those tiny hands. They still can't throw the football. Um, nine touchdown passes this season for that offense, and that's what you want to do against this Raiders defense is throw that football, so that's not good for Pittsburgh. ATS does favor Pittsburgh, though. They are 4-0 and via team with a losing record, and the Raiders are 3-14 and in their last 17 road games versus a team with a losing home record. Another game where season is over for the loser here, but let's take the two and a half points and Josh McDaniels and the Raiders. God, dude, I mean, you're like all over the map. You're, you're trying to argue for both equally, and then yep. you finally get around to it. Yeah, well, way to keep us on edge there, head. Finally landed that play. Yep. Yeah, you know, you, somehow, some way, you did. The wild thing to me is, were the Raiders not mathematically eliminated like two months ago? Oh, no shit. Was Josh McDaniels not fired right then and there? Mm-hmm. Ah, nope. People are so busy trying to bury my guy Josh Mack and Derek Carr that they don't even realize the Raiders have won. The Raiders have won four of their last five. Mm -hmm. They're coming off a win, frankly, that even Franco himself would have been impressed with. I mean, respectfully, RIP to an incredible player and an incredible man, but Jacoby's completion to Chandler Jones might have been the most immaculate play in NFL league history. You couple that with the fact that my freaking dude, Josh Jacobs, gets you more than five yards every single time he touches the ball, and he leads the league in rushing, and, well, where are all his haters now? I'm looking at you, James Kelly. Yes, sir. I want to know what's more incredible. Mm -hmm. That I have been jocking this dude hard every single week since the start of the season, or that the Raiders were dumb enough not to exercise his fifth-year option. Mm. Both are equally incredible. However, nod to me, because apparently I am as smart as they are dumb. <laughs> Devontae Adams is due to explode, and he will if Derek Carr can just stop throwing it to the other team. Cute. And while I am sad about Franco, Head, and the Steelers, they were my team growing up, mm -hmm. I have to say, it is 2022, not 1972. Josh McDaniels was, or may even still be a clone, and Mike Tomlin is anti-gambling. I hate to make it personal, but I'm going to make it personal. Raiders. And the points. Yes. Without Hell the yeah. nicks and cuts of a blade. Okay, Tampa. Is mm -hmm. it seven and a half? Is that the number you have? That is the number I have. Yep. Tampa Bay at Arizona. Tampa at Arizona. And I've got one thing to say about this game. Mm -hmm. Just one thing. Mm -hmm. A S S S. Ass, ass, ass. The Bucks have lost three of their last four. Head. They're two games under 500. They're mm -hmm. still in first place. What a revolting division. And they're playing Arizona, who is 10 times more embarrassing. Who are you taking here? And mm -hmm. actually, Head, more importantly, why are we even talking about this game? <laughs> Because gambling is about making paper, and that's what we have here with the Bucks. That's why we're talking about it. Seven and a half for the Bucks. We're gonna take those, uh, lay those points on the road here. That's why we're talking about it. We need to make this money. Okay. Trace McSorley will start for the Cardinals. Marty McSorley. About. He's about as good as Marty would be if they put him back there right now. His ability to play quarterback in the NFL is on par with my ability to. Speak I don't the fuck English with Marty language. McSorley, by the way. I wouldn't either. Do. Still, ever. Hell no. I actually met him on a plane for a promotion back in the day. I, I love him. How, how did that go for you? He's, he's actually really smart, and he's a good dude. Nicest dude ever. Don't right? fuck with him. Hell no. 
We don't want to do that at all. Dude, I remember Mike Piazza got on the ice with him like back in the day when they were both L.A. legends, uh-huh. and Mike dropped his gloves to be funny, and McSorley looked at him like, dude, are you fucking stupid? You, you don't want to do that. <laughs> Mike told me the story once. He's no. like, hey, man, it's all good, Marty. We're all good. Oh, damn, never want to do that. Did you him. talk to him on the plane? Or did you oh, just yeah. kind of leave him I sat, I actually sat right next to him for a while. It's back and from Vegas how'd it go? to L.A. Great. Nicest guy in the world. Ne- would never know who he was um, by ego or anything like that. Just great guy. Told me some Good stories. Yeah, uh, good just dude, man. How kind, you? dude. Really kind. He is. You know what? That, yeah. it's, now we're really digressing, but a lot of those so-called, quote, goons, mm-hmm. that's the wrong word. I'm going to say enforcers in the Enforcer. NHL are some of the best guys. He knew his job. It was protect 99, and that's what he did, man. That's it. Or anybody else, that's right? It. Dave Semenko, yep. too. Yep. No, now, I'm just, now I'm just dropping names, man. Now Holy I'm just dropping shit. hockey names. That, was a, that guy could fight, too. Oh, dude. Oh, man. Don't want to mess with that dude. Anyways, the other McSorley, Trace McSorley, uh, he he was sailing balls left and right last week. I honestly thought like D Hop and the fellow. Why do you say that? He had a quarterback rating of like twenty eight. Why do you say that? Oh my gosh, dude! I actually watched it because I think I had action on it. He's he might have been the worst quarterback I've ever seen in my life. Maybe outside of Malik Willis for a second, dude. I thought D Hop and the fellows were going to give him the hands in the huddle. He was so freaking bad. I, fantasy uh, people out there, and now we're off course again. I, I don't even know what you do with your Cardinals and this guy playing this week. He is so damn bad. The good news for him, he is going up against uh, one of the most disappointing defenses in football in Tampa. The last three weeks, the Bucks are giving up 28.3 points per game from a unit that I thought was great. But still, they're going against uh, McSorley in, in, a, in a team that can't run the football, so I still like him here. As for Bacon, 45 in his offense – Horrible second half v. Cincy last week, but I feel like uh, their first half and their entire team's first half might have been their first best first half of the season in all phases, though. Um, and the they cards, still got blown out. And they still got blown out. They didn't put it together. But anyways, the Cards sacked the Broncos seven times last week, but Bacon, this is where they're good at. He is the least pressured quarterback per attempt, no matter what anybody says in the NFL this season. Only 13% <laughs> of his attempts, uh, he sees pressure. So that narrative is bullshit. Um, his weapons should be able to take advantage of these Cardinals secondary anyways. Hell, the Bucks might even be able to run the football against this Cardinal team. They are freaking terrible. That's yeah, funny, right? Yeah. <laughs> ATS, wow. no one is worse than the Bucks. Jim, bad, bad number right here that hurts us. They are now 10-1-1 in their last 10, 12 games hurts us. overall. How do you know where I'm going with this? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping you What do you mean us? Yeah. Well, us for betting. Anybody follow me? Okay. One, ten, and one in their last twelve games against the spread. Holy that's not shit, good, dude. I know that's that's historic ass right there on that one. But let's hope Cereal Clifford uh, keeps his eyes on the prize for the organization in another top five pick draft here. Uh, Bucks minus seven and a half at Arizona. Big number minus Big number. seven and a half. Big Arizona number. is a disaster. You know, not that the dude deserves it, but the mm-hmm. football gods are looking after Bacon Forty Five, aren't they? Yes, it's they the are. ultimate get-right game for Bacon Forty Five and that crappy offense that he's presiding over. And they do have weapons. They do. Mm-hmm. They do. But it's a crappy offense. But going up against a much crappier Arizona defense, and frankly, an organization that is ripping apart. This season cannot end soon enough for Arizona, and the cards are right there on a silver platter for Bacon 45 and the scrubs that he's running with to hammer. That way they can live to take another dump in their pants. Because let me tell you something. If the cards go with McSorley, like we're talking about, and they probably Mm -hmm. will, and if this guy who you just wrecked, murdered, 
mm-hmm. outplays Baco bits oh and God. the Bucks lose, it will be almost as funny as Jacoby Myers going Jacoby Myers. And I'll tell you something else. <laughs> I'm going to give you one Arizona player who I know is not going to give up on the season, even if he and they should. J.J. Mm-hmm. Watt. My man's right. out there still flying around like he's playing for a Super Bowl. Yes, Bacon is. better get it out quickly, mm-hmm. or by the time they pull, wait for this, by the time they pull Watt mm-hmm. off Bacon, he will look like Nick Cage <laughs> or Nick Foles or Milton Burl. Milton Burl. Wow. Bucks minus I did that for the clones. Oh, clones. I did that for you too. Bucks. Thank you. I love minus <laughs> minus seven and a half. I got to be honest, dude. I don't feel good about it. No, either do I. It's hard, right? I don't watch Tampa it. Bay all year. It but. is hard. It's really, really hard, terrible. Alvin. Alvin, that's not what he anyway. Clones, what do you want when you're craving protein or you need more energy? Not bars, not sugary snacks, not energy drinks. You want beef, pure and simple. Where's the beef? It's in a package of Old Trapper beef jerky. Old Trapper is not your old man's jerky. Shriveled, dry, tasteless. Old Trapper beef jerky is made from lean strips of steak and quality spices that are smoked over a real wood fire. It's tender, it's tasty, it's not tough. And why is it so good? Because Old Trapper is a 50-year-old family business known for its relentless commitment to quality. They take smoked beef extremely seriously, and you can taste it in every single bite. Old Trapper is packed with protein. It comes in four amazing flavors to satisfy all your cravings. Quality smoked meat at its finest. It goes with you wherever you go, to the game, to the gym, to the beach. So look for Old Trapper in the Clearview bag. You can see the quality you're buying. Look for it in major retail stores near you. Clones, if you do not see it, ask for it by name because no other jerky compares. Old Trapper, what's your beef? Bills. All right, so the Bills are big favorites in Chicago. Maybe. Just stop. Bills are still battling to get the home field. The Bears are trying to not get Justin Fields killed. Bills all day long. But do you feel good enough about them to lay the eight and a half? Is that the number? It's moved now. It's eight. It's Uh, moved down to eight here. Okay. Rick and Buffalo's Buffalo Bills and those. Buffalo. uh, Thank you, Pete and Michigan. I love you. Call back. Why why do you think that's so funny, dude? Because the entire call is gold so I Hall say of Famer. Rick and Buffalo. Mm-hmm. But that that's not that funny. You you think that uh, so I say Water Rick and Buffalo. You think that's like the funniest thing ever. I think Buffalo. that is and I think how he started the call Hall of Famer towards you is funny too. And the story about Terry the blind friend being the ref at a Buffalo State. Yeah, yeah, dude, I, I don't know. The there's just there's kind of a disconnect between you and I in the sense that I don't think anything is funny that you think is funny. That small disconnect. It's, it's a big disconnect. Yeah, it's kind of out there. Okay, yeah. there's another small disconnect between me and you. What's I don't that? really like you anymore. Why? I'm just, grumbling. Yeah, okay, I still like you, dude. Okay. A little. Not as much as I used to. <laughs> that, I mean, the more time I spend with you, dude, the less I like you. I How's that? Uh, keep there's that disconnect. I know. I know. Right, keep going. Go ahead. Uh, another cold as shit game here. Five degrees and 23 mile an hour wins in Chicago. We know what Chicago is going to try to do here. They're going to run that football there. The NFL's leading rushing team and running for over 186 yards per game. The Bills had better, uh, had been better against the run earlier this season, but since their bye week, they're giving up 128 yards on the ground to contest, including 188 last week to Miami, a team that doesn't Ouch. run a lot, so that's not good. 
But I think the Bills load up and make Justin Fields beat him with his arm. He's still not good there. That's not his strength. Also, the Bears might not have Tevin Jenkins. I don't know. Um, if they don't, that's a huge get for uh, Buffalo right there. As far as when Josh Allen has the ball, Josh Allen, that guy right there, this Bears uh, defense is just awful. They're gassy. It's polter gassy type stuff. They're banged up and they're bad. Don't, Alvin. Thank great. you. The Bills. <laughs> great. I like your great, yeah. <laughs> the Bills struggle blocking, but Chicago has an NFL worst. Love to see it. 3.8% QB knockdown percentage. They also rank 30th in points and 31st in yards per pass, and they can't tackle worth a shit. They've also lost seven straight games. ATS, the Bears, are 1-4 in, in their last five. They are 1-6 in, in their last seven versus a team with a winning road record. I'm going with 44% of the money here and laying the points. On the road again with Buffalo, minus eight. Yeah, it's interesting. A lot Buffalo. of points, really bad weather. It's kind of like the Bills. Think about this. Earlier this year, we gave them the Super Bowl. It's mm -hmm. like we built the stage. The confetti came down. We gave them the Super Bowl. And then we ripped the Lombardi out of their hands. Mm -hmm. And then after last week, it's kind of like they're trying to snatch it back. Like there's this tug of war going on. And it had been a minute or so since Josh Allen looked like Josh Allen. But Josh MVP Allen. Josh Allen was in the house last week. Mm -hmm. The thing that makes me a little nervous is what you talked about, and that's the fact that you can run on the Bills. I mean, mm -hmm. the Dolphins of all teams. The mm -hmm. Dolphins gashed Buffalo on the ground. Miami. I mean, that's not even what they do. That's not and what they do. that's exactly what Chicago does do or will need to do to win this because we know you can run on the Bills. Mm -hmm. Raheem Mostert just proved that last week. Mm -hmm. We know that Chicago has to run to keep the ball out of Josh Allen's hands, and you know Justin Fields is going to hurt them with his legs just like Lamar Jackson did. Now, they didn't beat Lamar, but Lamar did hurt them with his legs. Jackson. And the guy you didn't mention, David Montgomery, can run it a little bit. Yep. So mm -hmm. I'm not going to say that Chicago is going to shock the world here. They're not. I'm just saying that six or seven feels better than eight. But you know what? Actually, if I take the Buffalo Bills, that's two weeks in a row where you and I all picked or both picked every game the exact same way. You know what? You know what? I'll do it. I'll take the Bears, Head. I'll take the Bears. <laughs> Good. We won last week, so maybe yeah, that's no, a good I won't. Luck charm. No, I won't. The hell yeah. I will. For the second week in a row, you and I are on the same exact page on every pick. Mm -hmm. Run it down, run it back. I can say now, in unison, who do we have? Who do we have this All week? All right. Head. For the second straight week here. Uh, hey, did, we did win the week last week, clones. So yes, we did. It. This is a good luck. You're, you're, right here. Wait, wait, hold on. If Matt and Elliot were here, you're welcome. You're welcome. But that's not why I called. You're Outro. welcome. All right, let's start with hey, the night. Hey, Sprinkles in Bichita. You're welcome. But that's not why I called. Hey, Romulus. You're welcome. I love Matt. I do too, dude. He's so funny. Why do you am doing that? that? That's a tribute to okay. him. Hell I'm paying yes. homage. And, and we did win, so they are welcome. Damn straight. All right, let's do it again right here. Jags plus two and a half at Jets tonight. <laughs> Bengals minus three at Patriots. Uh, Lions minus two and a half at Carolina. Browns minus two and a half against the Saints. Raiders plus two and a half at Pittsburgh. Bucks minus seven and a half at Arizona. Bills minus eight now at Chicago. So we're going with a lot of uh, we're going against a lot of home dogs. It's usually not good, but I think I like these bets this week, Jim. No, I could tell because when you don't, you let me know that too. Mm -hmm. I want to pay tribute to one more guy on the way out the door. 
Who's that? Pagak! <laughs> there you go, man. Another guy you love. One to go. Oh, All right, head. So let's win another weekend. Stay warm. Let's get paid. And I will see you next time. Great job, as always. Hell yes. Thanks, Jim. So we cannot wrap this up without checking in with the pro football doc himself, Dr. David Chow, former team doctor for the Chargers and the head man behind Sports Injury Central. Doc, I feel like you and I did this yesterday. These weeks are flying by. How are you? I'm doing great. Ready for a good uh, Christmas and holiday season right now. No doubt. Let's get it. Let's make some money, too, while we're at it, if possible. Now, it's not like we're allowed not to, but I feel like we have to talk about the Ravens every single week. They make it into our segment every single week because, well, frankly, we've done very well talking about them. What does the sick algorithm say this week about Baltimore? Well, Baltimore has been one of the most injured teams all season long. Even when they try and get healthy, they don't. And early in the week, it was uh, Baltimore minus seven and a half. You could get seven and a half if you took Atlanta. Now with the official announcement that Lamar Jackson is out, and we knew that all along, it's now six and a half. But Baltimore also doesn't have top corner Marcus Peters with a calf and also top D lineman Kalei Campbell. They've had their offensive line issues. They're down both top wide receivers now, Devin DuVernay with the uh, foot stress fracture, Jones fracture. Heck, they had to sign Sammy Watkins, who was with them previously, but Sammy Watkins got jettisoned by Green Bay, and the Ravens had to sign him. So where are the passing targets going to go? Mark Andrews? I I don't know. I mean, the Ravens are just struggling offensively and defensively. So, Doc, really quick sidebar. Is this all a function of pure blind luck? I mean, this team has had so many injuries and been so banged up. Is it all luck, or is there another explanation for it? Bad luck. Well, like anything in life, there are probably multifactorial reasons. I mean, uh, look, you can't call Ronnie Stanley bad luck. We knew coming into the year we downgraded it because of his ankle and chronic ankle issues. So that has nothing to do with it. Roster construction, potentially. Look, Lamar Jackson is great, but he's a running mobile quarterback that extends plays. That puts you at more risk for injury. You know, so it's probably a little bit of both. Uh, Bad luck, you know, and circumstances, uh, player roster construction. I don't know that you can say there's any one particular reason. And as we always say, injuries beget injuries. Once you're short in one position things get worse. Marcus Peters with his calf, I mean, coming off the ACL, we do expect some soft tissue injuries. So that's uh, that does go hand in hand. All right, so I get that. Let me ask you about another game. Houston v. Tennessee. Now, on paper, it looks like a pretty hideous game, right? And so you realize there is a double-digit sick differential and the so-called delta indicators. Why is this game, which seems so uninteresting, actually pretty interesting? Well, I mean, three weeks ago, Tennessee was at the top of the division and vying for a potential top seed, and now they may not make the playoffs. They're technically still in the lead, but people are fading them like crazy because of injuries. Over the last three weeks, they've been the most injured team out there, and it continues. Their linebacker core is out. Their DBs have been out. Now offensive linemen with ACL tears. Now, uh, of course, uh, Ryan Tannehill may be out for the season with his foot-ankle issue. So it's Malik Willis. The only thing they have going for him is every time in the recent history where they played Houston, Derrick Henry has got 
like 200 yards. So if they can corral him to just 150, Houston might stay in this ball game. And Houston's played better recently. Brandon Cooks is coming back. And, uh, of course, they played Dallas tough, and they played the Chiefs tough. And so they're only getting three or three and a half on the road. And uh, I do have to apologize to your listeners. Last week we said Chris Moore for the overprop. I'm sorry to say that did not hit. But sick picks, we were seven and one on props last week, and Chris Moore was the only one not to hit. So with apologies to that, I've told Craig Dato and company to extend that free uh, Jim Rome deal. Uh, uh, all caps, Jim Rome, no spaces, and people can get a free week on us as a make good. We were seven and one on props last week, but the one I told you publicly, Chris Moore with Houston, should have hit but did not hit. I like Dato owning that. That's outstanding. So lay that out again. Before I get to another game, I want to ask you about, explain. okay, the free picks. That is a great thing for the clones, and I love that. Where do they go, and how do they take advantage of that opportunity? Because it is free. Yeah, it's sick picks, and you go to SICscore.com, hit the sick picks tab, and when you sign up, enter the promo code JIMROME, all caps, no spaces, JIMROME, and uh, they'll get a week of free Picks and you know we only talk about so many picks here like i said unfortunately the one that i featured last week did not hit but the other seven seven and one did hit and you can see it all in reasoning overs unders and in-game plays as well i see the point that you make is really important like we don't talk about everything when you come on every single week we hit on some things that are really important but there is so much on that site that we can't get to and this is why you clones want to go to that site go to the site it is free the whole thing is free do your own research if you don't want to do your own research you can pay for the picks but this week you get them for free before you go doc one more thing and you and i've been talking a lot about this in recent weeks it's interesting Kansas City. Kansas City is always interesting because, well, because of the sick differential, there, there's usually a big number, but the spread is also big. So you've got some really interesting numbers when you look at Seattle versus Kansas City. Again, there's a big point spread to consider, but when you look at all the data, can you make a persuasive argument that laying those picks with Kansas City might in fact make sense this week? Well, it does. It obviously did not work out last week against the Texans, who we are now taking. But this week it does. Ten points at home in Kansas City. Arrowhead, a tough place to play. Uh, Kansas City is healthy, really, on both sides of the ball. Seattle has their issues. Tough to stop the run. Might think about Pacheco at about 70 yards for an over-under rushing. But they're just the healthier side, the Chiefs. And one other thing to keep in mind, we we track a lot of things. It's injury, it's who you play, it's deltas, directional health, offense, defense, pass defense, run defense, D-line, you name it. But the other thing we do track, too, with the algorithm with Coach Norv Turner and others that help us out with all of this is people, teams this year who have played the 49ers the previous week are 1-14 against the spread. We know who Seattle played last week. That, by the way, is one of my favorite stats of the entire year. Teams that play the 49ers the previous week are 1-14 in 14 against the spread. Like That's an amazing stat. All right, Doc, really quickly, if you don't mind, can you tell them once again where to go to get the information, and especially this week because you're being so kind and giving out the free picks once again, where should they go? Well, go to Sports Injury Central, which is SICscore.com, and if you go there for all the free stuff, you would have seen last week that there was no way Mike White was playing tonight 
against the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars, that it would be Zach Wilson for a second straight week because we do injury analysis on what multiple rib fractures and inability to take contact means. We talked about or when Lamar Jackson first got hurt, that he would be lucky to return to play in late December and multi-week absence, et cetera. So we analyze injuries, we analyze DFS rankings, we analyze field views as we talk about on your show a bunch, and the picks that will be free for your customers this week are at Sick Picks, the Sick Picks tab, Jim Rome, no space, but there's lots of other information out there. Heck, we even explain, Jim, why it actually makes sense that the San Francisco Giants balked on Carlos Correa, but the Mets would say, let's go and sign him and agree to a contract before they even took a physical. We do this deep dive analysis from insiders, former pro sports team docs, and try to explain what's happening in the sports landscape. Hey, by the way, hell yes. Hell yes, Doc, because that's the question everybody has been asking. Why is it that the Giants couldn't take a chance on this guy, but the Mets had no problem whatsoever signing that same guy, and then medically you get into that on the site. I love it. So there's so much more than just football. Doc, I really appreciate it. Great job. Thank you for the free picks this week. Have a great weekend. We'll do it again soon. Thanks, Jim. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. The good doctor. I like it. That is it for now. Thanks a million for listening and supporting this pod. If you have not done so, I would absolutely love for you to subscribe to it and hit us with a nice fat five-star review. That's what's known as a call to action, a CTA. And you know what? You know what? If you think that we suck, I can accept that. Go ahead and give us five stars anyway because we're going hard every damn week. We show up every single week. So let's make some money, know that we appreciate you, and I'll see you next time right here on Jim Rome's Big Head Bets.